Welcome to the Shift Gold Friday Gold Wrap, your weekly overview of precious metals and market updates. I'm your host, J.D. Bauman, and I'm here with my brother, Joel. Thanks for tuning in. Joel, good to see you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, J.D. TGIF. <laughs> Do people still say that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think people still say that. Okay, I don't. Well, yeah. How was your Valentine's? Did you do, do anything special? Uh, not yet. We're celebrating this weekend. So uh, taking Emily out tonight. And uh, yeah, we'll have the festivities later. Uh, how about you? Uh, your Valentine's and uh, yeah, in your anniversary. Uh, congrats to you and Maddie. Yeah, thank you. Had a great time at the beach. It was very cold. Had a beautiful sunset. So Awesome. Do you want to get into it? Let's go. Gold is trading at $2,000 an ounce. This is down $27 since this time last week. Silver is trading at $22.83 per ounce. It's up about 25 cents since this time last week. The dollar index is at 104.23. And the VIX, the fear gauge, is at 14.16. The biggest news this week was Tuesday's inflation data. It came out above expected at... 0.3%. This is an annualized rate of about 3.7%. This is well above the Fed's 2% target. Yeah, it is the biggest news. That's where we got all of the movement on the price action side. I'll I'll get into technicals now because we're we're on it. But Tuesday, gold and silver both sold off, starting with silver. It got down just below the 22 handle, that magical support level we've talked about a few times. Uh, Got down to as low as 21 95 on the low tick, so five pennies below support before buyers came in, commercial bidders bid the price back up. Gold did something similar where it got a little bit below 2000. Uh, I think on the low tick on the early morning of Wednesday was uh, 1985. Uh, congrats to a lot of clients who jumped in and did their gold orders on Wednesday and Tuesday to get those lower prices. And so with that said, it was this clown world event where you're touching on it, where you get these higher inflation numbers, worse than expected inflation. And that's what causes gold to sell off. That's what causes silver to sell. And it's what we talked about two weeks ago, where the markets care more about how the Fed will respond to the news rather than the news itself. And so because that solidifies maybe a further date out on a rate cut looking more like June, according to the Fed watch tools, instead of something like May, you know, the markets didn't like that. So gold sells, uh, short sellers came in, but this is just screwing the cork in tighter for a bigger pop because the more shorts that come in when the eventual rally does come, all that is going to get short squeezed out. Gold's going to rally even harder and faster when we do get the the move upward. But the fact we didn't just rally off of gold, you know, it, it didn't just rip back above the 2000 level. I think we're going to stay here uh, longer than I first anticipated and we'll probably dip below 2000 at least one or two more times in the coming weeks. So more buying opportunities under the 2000 handle sounds good to me. But yeah, it's super unintuitive. You get this higher than expected inflation data and gold goes down. So clown world, like you said, um, speaking of speaking of clown world, and, <laughs> did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you see that ad? Um, I, I watched like 20 minutes of the Super Bowl. Uh, no, I, I didn't. 
I, I know the ad, what you're talking, I watched it on a CNBC clip. If you're, if you're going, if you're talking about Joe Biden here, which is what, what yeah, I'm, so I, inflation's on everyone's mind. And of course, everybody at the game as well. I, I don't even want to guess what the ticket prices were at this game. But you know, Biden has something to say about it. I'm just going to come out and quote what he said. When buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drink bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging you just as much. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. And then he called for companies to put a stop to this. Biden thinks that inflation is because corporations and greedy businesses are (laughs) shrinking the amount that they're putting in their products. (laughs) This is all like some plot of greedy. I don't think we need to go into details about why this is wrong. Uh, Joel, have you noticed smaller chip bags lately? I mean, yeah, businesses are are desperately trying to lock into the prices you know a lot of these consumer products have sticky prices and you know people have gotten used to buying their their bag of lays at the same price as i always have and even then it's still going up so shrinkflation is real but it's ironic that it's like the very people who cause all the inflation it's like the referee who adds weights to the players ankles and then is is blaming the players for slowing down it's just like only the free market and private enterprise can can strategically deploy capital to lower prices or keep prices the same despite all the adversity the government gives them. So it's like he's blaming the very people that actually keep CPI in check. Peter talked about this on his last podcast where Biden should be thanking private businesses because mm. if it wasn't for them and if they were... It's a cover, really. That shrinkflation gives cover to Biden in his re-election because it, it basically it, it puts the blame on capitalism. You know, he said if companies were more honest and transparent mm. and reflected all the inflation, this is the inflation the government's causing, yes. it just immediately raised prices. The public would be even more upset. Biden's popularity would be even lower than it is right now. Yeah, so it's all just this super hyper-pathetic game. They can mask some things like the border crisis, but when it comes to inflation and, and and price control, that impacts everyone. Like Everyone's getting hurt by it. They see their higher bills, the higher expenses. And so what do they do to address this? Rather than come up with solutions, they, they attack the only thing that keeps prices in check, which is private business. I think if anyone with half a brain, if they're hearing this, it's just, it's just, it's such an embarrassing post that they did. And the fact that he's doing, he's pulling moves like this just shows that Biden's completely defeated. Peter, I think he mentioned that where he's like, he doesn't even, Peter's speculating he doesn't even think Biden's going to run. Uh, He's just, he's going to stay in the, you know, supposedly in the race. And then they're going to, Democrats are going to swap him for another candidate towards the end. Speaking of swapping out, Joel, when should I swap (laughs) out my gold for dollars? Uh, You wrote an article this week about timing when to sell gold. I thought it was really instructive you know, if I come to you as someone who's been holding on to gold for a while and I've, I've made a, a good return in dollar terms, I'm thinking of cashing out, what, what would you say to me? Yeah. So the article was written on the premise of during these big psychological levels in the private one-on-one conversations of shift brokers and their clientele, we start to see a servicing of client clients asking questions like that. So JD, if there's someone who's like, hey, I need the liquidity, I need this, you know, the sell. We're a two-way market, so we always get clients out. We have a lot of clients who have preset liquidation orders every month just to pay the bills, and so we get it. But if you're coming to me asking, hey, should I sell because it's 2,000 an ounce? The article 
it was written in a way to kind of challenge that thinking. You have to invert that thinking. It's not gold is being measured in dollars. It's, it's the other way around. It's dollars should be measured in gold. I gave the illustration of you've got the the driver, you know, he's driving towards a mountain and the mountain from the perspective of the driver, the mountain's growing, growing, growing. It's getting bigger and asking a question like, should I sell my gold at 2000 an ounce is like asking, is the mountain at its highest points? Should I sell? It's just It's just it's the wrong way to view it where gold is the true value. It's the arbiter of value. It, 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 it remains stable. You can measure other assets in gold and you actually get proper highs and lows as opposed to measuring everything in the dollar, which over a 50 to 100 year period. If you look at a price chart, it's just rocketing from the bottom left all the way to the top right, just like mm. this exponential Bitcoin graph when you're just looking at the Dow Jones. It's it's not because <laughs> the Dow is up a hundredfold. It's because it's because of the inflation and the devaluing of the dollar. Mm. Mm. So to answer your question on should you sell your gold at 2000, uh, again, do you need the liquidity and get your your mind thinking in the right arena? It's like, do you have other productive activities that you could you could, you know, deploy and sell that that gold and use the capital to to get you better yields elsewhere on a risk adjusted basis. And that's it's not it's not an answer that I you, we give to clients. It's just it's more of a more of a mindset and a train of thought. Mm. Mm. Another good read this week was the article on the Shift Gold website about gold and silver in the Bible. Some of what you were saying about gold as the mountain drew to mind these archetypal themes of gold as timeless money which you see throughout scripture, over 700 references. Uh, If any listeners are interested in this, I highly recommend giving that article a read. Real quick, I want to flag some upcoming events that might move gold prices. So trading will be closed on Monday. We have President's Day. We'll be open, though. Uh, On Tuesday, we have U.S. leading economic indicators are released. And then we have some Fed minutes coming out on Wednesday and also some Fed presidents speaking on Thursday alongside some, some jobless claims. And those will all be good, good things to look out for. Joel, we have a a special edition podcast from Peter coming out. What tonight or tomorrow? Don't take this to the bank, but uh, I, to my understanding, is we may not see a traditional podcast from Peter. He might touch on Shift Gold and post on the Shift Gold channel. And he'll give his insights on the gold and silver market, which is always a treat when he does more of a dedicated video to it. Uh, if we do, we'll send out uh, a message to everybody on the email list and everyone will get notified. Uh, it'll get posted on the appropriate channels on YouTube and whatnot. So look out for Peter Schiff talking on physical gold and silver and talking about Shift Gold as a whole. So, uh, All right. We want to close here with the quote of the week. This is from... Frederick Bastiat. Everyone wants to live at the expense of the state. They forget that the state wants to live at the expense (laughs) of everyone. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.